T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for NFL Sunday with Super Bowl champion Jermaine Wiggins alongside Andy Gresh and Rich Keefe. NFL Sunday is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By the New England Recovery Center in Marlboro, Mass, where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com. By Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com. And by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, broadcasting live from Helix Esports Gaming Center at Patriot Place, here's Grant. Keith and Wiggy on WEEI. That's right. Of all the places in all the world, we're in the eSports Arena here at Patriot Place at Gillette Stadium getting you ready on this NFL Sunday for the Patriots and the Ravens. It is the home opener. Oh, baby, you can smell all the smells of opening day at Gillette Stadium. It's Gresh, it's Keith, it's Wiggy here with you. We got you until 1 o'clock. Thought we were done in two hours today, but nope. No, they had to put the socks in prime time, and by the socks, I mean Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, Aaron <laughs> that's Judge right. Prime time, so. Thanks Let's for see that. if he can get it. <laughs> right. Thanks for that home run race uh-huh. there, Major League Baseball. And uh, again, we're at the Helix Esports Arena. Plenty of uh, seating. The bar is open. Come on by and hang out uh, with us before you... You walk right into the stadium where today the Patriots will host the Baltimore Ravens. And before we look back on last week, it is just it's a little different this week, only from the standpoint of for 20 years, the home opener in a lot of ways was one of the biggest days in terms of New England sports. And it feels like over the last uh, you know two days on Thursday and Friday, because of the Ime Udoka stuff that went on with the Boston Celtics, <laughs> it feels like we really haven't talked about this game very much coming into 1 o'clock. No. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, Ime, I don't know what happened with Ime, but that completely <laughs> took over. And when you look at this game, like, to me, this game is a massive game for the Patriots. I agree, Wiggs. Because who are the Patriots? Are they the team that's going to barely squeak by the teams that are not very good like the Pittsburgh Steelers? And then you run into a good team like the – or are they the team that you look at against Miami and go, wait a second, maybe teams that are decent they can't compete with? Baltimore's a legit team. Now, how do you fare against a legit team to give fans the confidence to say, okay, they can win or they can at least be in a position where they can put themselves – 
at the end of the game to be able to win that game. Well, it's funny. You say it's a big game, and I think that's the first time it's been mentioned all week because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we were focused on what happened and how they beat the Steelers right. and everything else. Thursday, Friday, it was all M.A. Udoka. So right. we haven't even had time to really look at Baltimore, see where they are in the AFC playoff picture. Or not even playoff picture, but just hierarchy in, right. the, in the AFC. And, what? Oh yeah, to your point, Wiggy, are the Steelers always going to learn that they're that bad and they need to make a quarterback change? And, right. You know, how impressive was that win, really? And, you know, the, they've been really good over the years at home. And how much of that, though, Gresh, is just the old, well, it was Tom Brady. So they were good all the time and there were this, that, and the other thing. Because I think they're like 17-3 and three in home openers at Gillette Stadium. Something insane. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you had Tom Brady for, what, 18 of those 20 right. games. Well, and I think the other thing, too, is we're sort of trying to still figure out the middle of the AFC. Mm-hmm. It's easy to see the Baltimore and Kansas City are up here. Buffalo. And then, oh, yeah, sorry, Buffalo, Buffalo Kansas and Kansas City. City. Yep. And then how good is Miami? Like, they're 2-0. and Right. But they looked okay against New England and then had a great fourth quarter against Baltimore. Right. But, you know, they were down three touchdowns going oh, yeah. into the fourth quarter. So it wasn't like we were looking at Miami and thinking, oh, my God. And then on the other end, there's Baltimore. Uh, they played seven good quarters of defense. Is that one quarter reflective of who they really are? They're dealing with injuries. Patriots won't have Jacoby Myers today, and that's a part of the whole Udoka gate kind of taking over where it was, oh, Myers, always oh, on the injury report. Okay, no big deal. Then you find out a guy like that is down today, along with Tyquan Thornton, and the tight ends haven't done anything. Well, that's it a makes mass- you ask a bunch of questions. It's a massive loss to lose Jacoby Myers because – Granted, he might not be scaring any defenses, but the one thing that he does well that I think when you look at the Patriots, what they really love about him, or even Mac Jones, is he's dependable. He's the guy that I can throw into a crowd or I can throw a ball, and he's, for some reason he seems like he's going to make that catch mm-hmm. that I need. And if you lose that guy, who becomes the, you know, the security blanket for Mac Jones? We don't know who that player is. And then I think... This is like, and Gresh, you make a good point, right? The hierarchy of the AFC. It's starting to kind of like, we kind of think we know who that is. Mm-hmm. Then we want to see like, what is Miami? And then what is Baltimore? Well, it's a huge middle ground. And a team could make a case that they're the third or fourth best team in the AFC. Or you could be the 12th best team. Right. Because there's all these teams kind of competing. The, and in the where spot. are you amongst that? Yeah, are right, you, are right. you in the middle? Or are you like, ah, uh, they're probably closer mm-hmm. to the bottom? This is going to be a question that we're going to be answering deep into the season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of other teams in the AFC that are going to go through the same run. Are the Chargers more talented than New England? No question. But if their quarterback is going to be right, uh, right, right. in an organization, not, by the way, uh, yeah. where apparently Tordal shots to the lungs and the ribs aren't exactly their specialty. No. And the guy's going to, you know, but you get like four weeks of uh, Justin Herbert dinged up out there trying to kind of grind it out, and the Chargers lose a couple of games. You know, talent-wise, they're better, but in the standings, they'll kind of come back down to the middle again. And I think for Baltimore, you know, just looking at it on the other side quickly, wh- when's the last time we saw a Baltimore team – just collapse on defense in the fourth quarter. They've been as steady in New England as New England in a lot of different ways, and that's something that I admit, Wiggs, I had a hard time putting into context this week. Did those guys just completely melt down? Did Mike McDaniel go to the special secret offense to make something happen? <laughs> I mean, it, it feels like those guys Baltimore had, was complicit in their own demise. I, I think those guys just had like a brain fart because guys were running free. I mean, t- when you let, wide open, when you let, Ty, open. When you let Tyree kill run free, that to me is just 
coverage breakdowns. Yep. And that is a game, when you look, it was 35-14 to 14 at one point yeah. in time in that game. I think Baltimore is a far better team than Miami. Mm-hmm. And I think Miami is kind of a team that, eh, you know, they're not at the top of the AFC. I think they're one of those teams that they're going to be in the position because of their playmakers and their talent. But when they play against those good teams, mm-hmm. they, it, you know, they're going to be exposed. That's where I think the biggest question with today's game for the Patriots is, when you play against some good teams, are you getting exposed? Are you losing by, you know, double digits? Or is the, are you a team that is good enough to get in there and compete? You know what I said about – this is what I compared New England to. I made the comparison. They're like, this game is going to tell us whether or not they're that boxer that he ain't knocking nobody out, he ain't getting knocked out, but he's probably going to go to distance and lose. Rocky. No, no, because Rocky <laughs> will win. You know what I mean? <laughs> are, are they Rocky Balboa? Uh, Rocky. Are, they, are they, in the yeah. worlds of wrestling that you know, are they yeah. the Brooklyn Brawler? Oh, no, you don't want to oh, be the Brooklyn no, Brawler. No, you know, no, the no. only jobber with a nickname. Let's you don't want to be the can, Brooklyn can Brawler. Can we get to but a I mean, middle ground here? I mean, the Brooklyn Brawler might give you an entertaining fight, but at the end of the day, you know he's going to lose. Not can they be Mr. Titles can they be Mr. Ass? Can we scissor me, Daddy? Can yeah. we do some of that? Yeah, but don't you think that's don't you think that that's what today's game is going to do? For, like, a lot of fans like myself that look at this Patriots team and don't have a clue, I feel like this Baltimore game this week is going to determine whether or not I go, oh, okay, they can compete with the big dogs. So when they go into Green Bay next week, I don't feel Yeah, as bad. it's just more, you know, evidence. That's what you're going to get every single week because the first game you're like, well, they were bad in Miami for the last 20 years. They've and always been bad in Miami. Week two, you're saying, well, that's a team that is just – everybody's screaming for them to make a change of quarterback right. and they haven't done it yet. And, you know, you eke out a win. And as much as Bill was saying, hey, it was one or two plays in week one. Well, it was also one or two plays in week right. two. It, it feels like this might be a one or two play a game type team, though. They probably are going to play in a lot of close we're gonna, games. We're right? going to be able to say that a lot, win and lose. But see, we don't know that because in, in week one, did at any point in time you feel like, all right, they were going to win that I game? I didn't think they were going to win the game. Right, right. So you, it's not like one of those games where you go, okay, they're going to be close enough. The Pittsburgh game, I felt like they should win, but I also was nervous like, okay, they could lose this game. Now, today's game, if they go out there and it's 14 nothing going into halftime or 17-3, to you look at it and go, okay, against good teams, they can't compete. It's not going to be a game where you can go one or two plays is going to make yeah, it the doesn't difference. feel like that Miami comeback on Baltimore could happen with the Patriots. They right. just don't have the, the right. horsepower for that. Right, and so if you're down 17-3, to three, aren't we saying, okay, against those teams, you're, it's not going to be one or two plays this winning games. The one or two plays are going to be the Cleveland games, the Detroit games, the Jets games, those games. But yeah. the good teams, you're not going to be one or two plays away. Yeah, I know. Look, even if the Patriots did have a comeback in the fourth quarter, like Miami did, no one would give them credit for it. If they scored 28 points yeah. in the fourth quarter, they would get a plenty of. It credit. would be more about they Balt- 20- It would be more about Baltimore collapsing than it would be what New England. Well, did I don't know well. about that because it'd be two weeks in a row, and no one wants to look at this offense. Well, no, I way. think it depends on how it looks because last week the Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle each had over 170 right. yards and two touchdowns each. Last season, the Patriots never had a hundred yard right. receiver. Right. So Nelson Aguilar did it last was the week. First and guy. the first guy broke that streak. Right. So. If they outscored Baltimore 28-zip and Aguilar and Bourne each went for 150-plus, they would get a lot of credit. It'll be more about uh, – it's interesting because it'd be more about, well, they got behind and they got lucky. 
Because is that Baltimore what they're saying about Miami? To- I mean, maybe some are saying that about yeah. Miami. But see, Miami has that firepower, right? So if Miami gets right. behind. But that's why. It'll be more of, oh, New England did it. It was a fluke. Right, but I think it's how, like, if you're still able to put up 28 points, I think then what a lot of people will say is, like, where the hell is this during the beginning of the game, right? Yeah, I there think we a, go. I think well, a yeah, lot of there's still questions about Tua. Like, I think the receivers everybody look at as legitimate right. receivers, and Tua, you're like, well, right. And if, if but if if New England was able to come back from being down that much, and you go, oh, they put up 28 points, I think fans would go, where where is this? Where yeah, has this? But yeah. based on the first two weeks of the season, offensively, it comes down to that's why I think today's an important game is does does your offense look like it looks the first two weeks? Because if it does, aren't we at this point like, all right, what's going to change in week four, five, six, or seven that makes you going to go, oh, okay, they're going to eventually get better? Well, that's where we get to last week, and we look at New England winning 17-14 and the fact that they closed it out on offense. But they were and playing against they, a crappy team. And this, there we go. But come on, Greg. No, you, I mean, no, you've got to be it. honest. But again, Mitchell Trubisky but blows. It, but again, I, listen, I'm not denying that, Wiggs, but here's the thing, and I just got done saying the whole – if they came back in the fourth quarter, no one would give the – again, is the Patriots' offense where it needs to be? No. But in the situation they were in against Pittsburgh to win the game, they did what they needed to do to close it out, which normally offensively is taking a step forward because, A, you proved you can close out a game, and they did do it with the way they want to do it, which is running the ball. I know it wasn't sexy. But you look at that game, though. Like, look at the game. They got a muff punt, which led to a touchdown, right? They had uh, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh literally drop, you know, one interception and another interception the guy should have caught, but he got, he got mossed, and it turned into a touchdown. When you look at the game, yeah, they closed it out at the end. I'll give them that credit for the ability to close it out at the end in that four That's minutes. That's at least something they can build on. But it's really not. So you can build. Build on a four-minute situation against a crappy team? Again, do you want them to be the third? What What are your expectations? My expectations. 30 points a game, apparently. No, 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 no. My expectations are you go out against Pittsburgh and you control that football game. You win that You win that football game 17-3, to and we know from start to finish there's no chance Pittsburgh is beating you. Yeah, they look like the same team. Yeah. Right, like they look very similar. They needed something. Like if like, they played each other ten times, it might be five and four. Right, so right. how is this offense supposed to build momentum if everything they do is flawed weeks? But, no, no, no. but, but the offense got it has to show you that it has capabilities of going out there and being able to compete. This offense hasn't done that. You with this offense, you needed a muff punt. You needed I you, get it, but doesn't closing it out doesn't closing out the game indicate there's at least some little bit of forward growth it's not where you want it to be I don't know if it's ever going to be for people considering we're judging a lot of it on the way it used to be with Brady but in terms of where they were Uh where they were against Miami how they end up getting the lead and then how they closed out the game that's at least a little bit of momentum for them coming into today but I don't know if this offense is ever yeah, going to get to the point to where people but, want it to but be. Feels out, like we're gonna, feels like they can win nine games and it'll be, well, they're still but closing out by 17-14. Closing out a game, all that means is you were able to hold on to the football at the end of the game. Show me. Well, they executed. I but, mean, but, no, they picked up some first downs, but also Pittsburgh had played 100 snaps the right. week before. Uh, so no I think question. Pittsburgh was gassed no, 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 at that were, point. But, but there my, was point, a lot there. my point, Rich, is show me that 
when you're down by seven or zero zero. Show me that the yeah. offense can control the game at the beginning. Show me that you can make plays. Show me those type of things that you can, when you look at a football game, I'm not going to look and go, okay, they were able to hold on to the ball in a four-minute situation and go, oh, they can build off of that because guess what? What do you do in a four-minute situation? You don't throw it and you run it. Now what happens when you're down 10-3? to 3? But running it when you running it when you know or when the, the opponent knows you're knows running, you're it. running. Yeah. right? No, that's good. Like, but do you think Bill walked in and was like, "We still suck on offense, boys"? No, but you I know? also think this is great. This... Great job of that four minutes, but you know what? No, it no, doesn't no. mean nothing because of all this. Like they they have to gleam onto something, or they have to have something to hold on to to say that we're taking steps and getting. Yeah, our defense is really good. Defense is good. That's what you hold on and you yeah, and, good and, you, and you wondered if they scored 28 in the fourth quarter. Well, they haven't scored 28, though. Great. They haven't scored. Have they scored 28 all season? But, again, I think that's the – That's because it hasn't happened. Right. Well, what do I, you build off of, of a four-minute offense? Like, what, what shows a four-minute offense and going, ooh, well, now all of a sudden well, they score 21 no, no, next week? No, there's two things. One, they closed it out. They handled the football. And the other thing, too, is – Matt Patricia did a good job of calling plays three times in the final in that final drive. They went with formations to where they got seven Steeler defenders into the boundary, mm-hmm. and then they took advantage of it by, you know, down block from the guard, pull around. And they took advantage by running to the split side. Look, guys, it does it. It's it, Wiggs, I hear what you're saying. It's not, oh, they're the high flying Patriots. I don't need them. But to again, be. Are they supposed to look at the 120 minutes of football they played and be like, or No, but uh, you can't. We've, done, we've no, done nothing. But you can't look at. Because that's what it feels but like. But you can't look at a four-minute situation at the end of a game where a team is gassed, where all you're doing is running the football, where you have control of it, and you're looking and at. And they're not a great offense. They're a building offense. That's a building they're one of the They're one of the worst right. offenses. That's the point that yeah. we're getting at. So the four-minute situation, you can't look. Now you're going against Baltimore, a team that can put up points, and now it's like, oh, we had a good four minute situation where we held on to the football so how did so what have they done that so basically the two offensive games are just junk yes and they've done nothing yeah okay what what, what so, have they done so, in those two offensive games all right so then then they are dead i'm no, not no, no, i'm asking you well, they gotta win saying, on defense i'm not what they gotta do well, that's, exactly. that's what it comes down to they gotta and, win on defense and by the way and they gotta force turnovers and there's a lot of teams in the nfl that are like that it feels like in the middle part of the nfl the formula is you're not leaning one side or the other I just think that I don't think Bill Belichick walked in there and said, "Well, boys, we closed out no, the end of the Bill game." Bill didn't say it, but w- w- me who's sitting here as a fan and looking, it can if they if they if that game was like it was in Baltimore. So they've had nothing to build on in two games so far. I'm just getting you on record. That's all. Their offense in two games has looked horrible. I know, but there's been nothing. nothing but there's been nothing, nothing. to build on. No, so what, they have no momentum coming what, into what, today what, in any way whatsoever. It's, like, momentum goes from game to game. Right? I understand. Right. So based. We're talking about which was the only reason I brought that up. Because so what it's, happens it's if among they, the few slivers of good? So what happens if they go three and out? Do you go? Oh well, we had our four well, minutes. Let's- well, again, to start the game, of course, there's the whole. You know what? Matt Patricia's actually been pretty good at scripting plays in terms of the first fifteen right. and the final fifteen. Right, but my, or, my, or coming out of the second my, half. My, my point is, when I look at this football team. They're a defensive. T- the first two weeks, your defense has looked really good. No question. Looked really good. You looked really good against two of the probably, you know, top ten playmakers on offense against Miami. You looked good against a Pittsburgh team that's not very good, which you should look good mm-hmm. against, right? That's mm-hmm. If you're a good defense, oh, of you, course. Sh- you should. But, yeah, this is a test for them today. Right. Also. But the, your <laughs> offense has looked like in the first two weeks, your offense has looked 
pathetic. And yeah. I haven't seen anything that I would say, oh, you could build off of that going into this game. And, and I don't know how anybody can. So they're hopeless is what you're saying today. Well, I'm, where, where do they change? You're without Again, Jacoby Myers. Are they hopeless today? I don't know. But, that, but my, my thing is the way haven't seen any evidence of them turning it around. Yeah, I haven't right. seen any So evidence. if they do well, it's more you'll be surprised. You I'll can't be rule surprised. it out. But yeah, it's, yeah, just, I'm not it's the rule. NFL. Crazy things right. happen. But I, yeah, I'm right. not going to rule that out. But based off of what you see, do you see that this offense from just the first two weeks could just turn it around and go, oh, wow, that looked pretty good. No, the only thing I would take away is the offensive line looked awful week one and looked better week two. Right. So maybe you have a little bit more time. Mac Jones, though, I thought may have looked a little worse. Right. He has not gotten better. Right. To this point. It's two weeks. Right. But to this point, he hasn't. And, no, I think the calling card is going to be defense and winning the turnover battle every single right. week. And Mac the, and Jones can't throw picks, and then they need to come up with a couple of short and, fields to help the offense. And, Rich, the other thing I would say with Pittsburgh, and I think the offensive line did a good job, yeah. But how much was it that – how much no was it – No T.J. Watt. Right, because yeah, look yeah. at what T.J. Watt did from week no, one against Cincinnati. Yeah. And when you don't have that player. But I'll still give the O-line credit. Right, in the, they did their job. In the yeah. sense that they, they kept Mac upright. But based off of that, when you look at what they are overall as an offense through these first two weeks, you, you, you are hopeless, but anything can happen. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that they can't have one of these games, but – my to me this is about the growth season long what That's do you mean thing. meaning that this offense is is eventually you hope going to get to where they want to be for whatever reason they decided to change the offense. Well, that's the thing. Like, Do you think by week eight, let's say, middle of the season, do they still have doubts about changing the offense? Or at the very least, are they like, we made the right decision. We're not scoring 35 a game, but we made the right decision. But we know where it's going. It's going right? to be better. It's going to be easier for free agents to come in. Mac Jones is going to be better in the long run because that's still the biggest key to me. Is Mac Jones, mm-hmm. is he better at the end of the year than he is right now? And who knows? Well, he probably like, will be, right? Let's, let's hope. Well, you would think just – I don't know. There's plenty of guys that had better rookie years than they well, did see, second Well, see, but that's years. different, right? Is, is he going to be better at the end of the year versus where he is in week two, right? You probably think just – I hope so. Right, but yeah. you, you would just think – Just like you'd hope the offense Everybody be, should right, be. Right, but, but is yeah. it is it going to be like you go, ooh, you are better than where you were in week two, but still – But week two was – yeah. Yeah, right, you're right, still right. like it, – it, it's like if you start at the bottom – and you move up one spot, you're no longer at the bottom. But guess what? <laughs> you're 29th in the league. Yeah. You're 31st. So, yeah, but yeah. Well, if, they the, if they have the fifth pick in the draft, then you'll be proven right. Well, I, I mean. that's I, what you're talking no, about, no, about but being see, at the bottom. No, no. But, see, no, but I, if the offense is at the bottom, it doesn't mean the team's right. at the bottom. See, I, I think the defense enough. is towards the top. I think Bill is, all, Bill is always going to put a team out there that isn't like through the first eight weeks of the season, they're, you know, two and six. He's always going to have his team out there where you go, okay. They find a way to win or they f- find a way to compete. Yeah, 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 they're not very good on an offense, but they find a way to compete. But when you look at them, they ain't doing no damage against any good yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and I think their schedule helps them out with Detroit, Cleveland. Yeah, October is a good month for right. them. Right. And so, should be. And so now it's like those are the games, and that's why I said today's a big game. Yeah. Because those are the games where – you eke out against Pittsburgh where it goes either mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. But now, what are you against Baltimore Green Bay? 
617-779-7937. It is NFL Sunday. It's Gresh. It's Wiggy. It's Keith. We're going to get to how will the Patriots defense handle Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore offense. If you're playing fantasy football, welcome to the mess of that once again. Lots of game time decisions that we're going to go through. Tom Curran will join us at 11. Let's head back to Brighton. Ethan has got our trending. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now at WEEI and WEEI.com. Patriots Week 3 set to kick off at 1 p.m. Eastern Time versus the Baltimore Ravens, their home opener for the season. Jacoby Myers, according to Mike Giardi, is expected to miss the game after missing practice the majority of the week with a knee issue and only getting some limited time on Friday. Ravens are minus 2.5 favorites in that one with the over-under set at 44, so you make sure you get those bets in. Red Sox lost to the Yankees yesterday, seven to five. Yeah, uh, last uh, yesterday afternoon, excuse me. Aaron Judge is still sitting at sixty home runs as the world awaits him to hit that sixty-first pitching matchup for tonight. Is going to be Brian Bayo taking on Nestor Cortez. First pitch for that game is set at seven p.m. Some prime time action for you, and you can of course catch the pre- the pregame show an hour beforehand at six p.m. with Mike Antonellis right here on the Shaw's and Star Market Red Sox Network. The Bruins played their first preseason game last night, falling to the Philadelphia Flyers 2-1 to and around the college football area of Boston. The BC Eagles getting absolutely dominated 44-14 by the Florida State Seminoles, falling to 1-3 on the season. Meanwhile, the UMass Minutemen themselves also falling 28-0 to the Temple Owls, and they are now 1-3 on the season as well. I'm Ethan Hursadulu, and that's what's trending here at WEI and WEI.com. How will the Patriots' defense slow down Lamar Jackson? We'll get into that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I think, you know, first and foremost is limiting the explosive play. You know, keeping them in the pocket, not allowing him to either beat you with his legs running or allowing him to get outside the pocket by extra time. Um, and now you're covering receivers for a long time. I think you saw a little bit of that in the um, Raiders and Cardinals game where Kyler Murray was able to extend plays. And now you're talking about covering guys for a long period of time. Lamar Jackson has that same ability. So, um, you know, not letting him just really ruin the game and take over the game, uh, I would say allows us to defensively have a good game and play well, um, but it, it starts with limiting him. 
That is Devin McCourty on the Greg Hill Show on Friday talking about dealing with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore offense, 1030. It is NFL Sunday. Gresh Keefe and Wiggy here with you. And this portion of NFL Sunday is brought to you by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zooty, that's Z-U-D-Y dot com, for your free trial. So to me, that is the biggest thing about this Baltimore offense that I have the most confidence in in terms of the Patriots taking away, and that is the big play ability for those wide receivers and Lamar to press the ball down the field. This, to me, is where Lamar Jackson is a little bit like Cam Newton in that if it's precise passing, not his thing. If it's ripping the ball and throwing it the way you want to, that's the way – that's, to me, how Lamar Jackson – Really, that's where he's at his best in the passing game. So if you're New England, there's a little bit of the, yeah, we can't let him beat us running, but we also can't give up the deep ball. Therein lies the rub. How do you do both of those things to make sure Lamar isn't chucking it deep, but he's also not ripping you for 40, 50, 60-yard gains on the ground? Well, very famously, yes, three or four years ago on yes. this very program. Talk about a swing and a miss. Wiggy pulled out a slice of paper, mm-hmm. and he said, here's how you defend Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And he got out a pen, and he, he drew it all up. He had the 11 guys on offense, 11 guys on defense, and your, your phrase was, Build a wall. Yes. Build Simply a wall. build a wall. It you, works for me. You, yeah, it works for yeah, Jermaine. Right, right, right. They'll pay for it. Don't worry right. about That's it. That's right. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you still subscribe to the build a wall defense against Lamar Jackson? Um, That helps you. <laughs> Reason why I don't. You can only do because, so much. Because, yeah. listen, I wasn't a, a huge Lamar fan. No, I know you weren't. Yeah. And But the one thing that he has done that I have to give him credit for, he had a touchdown last week in the game where he, like, threaded the needle. Mm -hmm. Like, so his accuracy is getting better now. And that was the one thing that I didn't know if he had that capability, right? Mm -hmm. And now you can't just build a wall with him no more because now he's accurate enough to beat you with his arm. Right, whether it's whether it's throwing the deep passes that we've seen him throw or there's been a couple times where he's kind of threaded the needle. And the other thing is, and we talked, and Devin talked about this. You might build a wall and still think you got this guy. Yeah, right. His and, and I've seen miss. I've <laughs> seen a few players like that up close and personal with Michael Vick. Sure. Now Michael Vick had the arm strength, but it he didn't seem like he has the accuracy that Lamar is starting to have. Lamar has more touch than Vick had. Yes. Vick just threw bullets. Yeah, but <laughs> and, but Vick, I would say, in a, man, it's very difficult, but it. Maybe Vic was a little bit more elusive as a runner, but I mean that's you straight know. line speed's got to be similar. Yeah, Vic was built a little stronger. Right, Vic was a little more thicker. A thicker, but, but Vic Lamar, man, contact. like it is just like don't you have to run more zones only because. I feel like if he gets back, he makes one of the linebackers miss, and right. now the corners are running with their backs to him, and then that's just thirty-yard gains. Right, but playing the zones, he's good enough now. You think he can pick he it? Can, a he can. Bit? You know, he knows where those open areas yeah. are going to be, and he makes those reads. And how much do you let him just go? You know, eating up yardage, eating up yardage, eating up yardage. Next thing you know, they're inside the ten-yard line, and guess what? Now you have to throw the zone concept out, out the window a little bit. And, even, and on those deep throws, 
Crash, it's one of those things where as long as he's not throwing picks, you only really need to complete one of those or two of those. That's it. And so he can chuck it to Bateman, and if it goes out of bounds, whatever, it's second down. Or if he gets picked in a way, it's like a punt. Or if it's like third down and it ends up being right. a punt or whatever. But on, on those, like they just have to be aware that the whole game, because it can be like, oh, they're, they're, they're holding them down, they're holding them down, and then 75 yards down to Bateman. Or oh, the one time they play man, they're holding them down, they're holding them down. Then he they, runs it. Yeah, they, they have, right. bad, they have bad, bad lane distribution on the, uh, up front, and then they, they get out of their gaps, and then like we saw him, and I know I think it was a designed run um, uh, against Miami where he ended up going like 75 yards. He has that capability where yeah. he can turn it around like that. And that's he can the biggest... run the counter. That's the thing. Yes. He said, because the play you're talking about, Wiggs, where mm-hmm. it was counter jab, he came back, and he was out the gate. I think there are two things in dealing with Lamar that you got to embrace. Number one is you want middle rush, but you don't want uncontrolled middle rush. Kind of the, to the build the wall point, mm-hmm. except amending it a little bit. I'll deal with a defensive end buzzing by him because I want Lamar to go to one side or the other. It's when he gets the middle exit out of the pocket, that's where he kills you because it gives him the two-way go, right. and he's really good at finding lanes. But he's such a good passer now, though. It almost sometimes if you don't, if you just let him sit back there, eventually he'll pick well, you apart. And, and that's the thing. Like I wonder whether Bill Belichick and crew will look at this and say, we don't need to rush him. He'll run out of patience. If we cover, he won't be able to beat us the way a Brady or like – you would never with a Brady or a Rodgers be like, yeah, we'll just sit back and allow you to carve us up. I wonder if Lamar they might. But here's the other thing. Be physical, meaning not on Lamar, on all those receivers. Oh, right. If Mark Andrews gets a free release today, that's a crime against the team. you got to knock him off the route a little bit. And Duggar's banged up, too. Duggar's banged up, factor. which is massive. Yeah. But yep. I think that, especially with those wide receivers on the outside, to me, and you go back to the Greg Roman offense, why did, why did Colin Kaepernick kind of thrive in it? Because it's really one, two balls out, and it's either this guy or this guy or the quarterback makes a play. It's relatively simplistic. But hasn't Lamar changed that thought process for you? A little, a little bit. But I still think that if you disrupt the timing for him through those receivers and you're kind of hitting those guys, even if it's a second off, his reaction isn't going to be waited out in the pocket. The guy's going to come open. It's going to be, how do I get out of the pocket? And that's, to me, how the Patriots can hopefully win and disrupt this offense a little bit by disrupting the receivers around Lamar because, mm-hmm. to me, it's very rhythm-based now with him. One, two, back foot, here we go. If Brady or somebody's got to stand there and look around, it's one thing. If Lamar does it, it's how can I get out of the Yeah, but, have, but that's my point. If you watch Lamar through the first two games of the, 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 the year, you've seen him kind of change him going from – going through progressions, right? Going progression, 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 and then either check down or use my capability. The first game he barely ran. Right, that's he my point. He actually didn't run at all. He, did, he only had 11 the, yards. Well, and, well yeah. they waited. Really, it was getting behind the Jets' defense. Like, DuVernay got be, – he had one of those uh, Tyreek Hill ones where he's, like, waiting for the ball. <laughs> right, <laughs> but, I, but I'm one that – and if you look at what Bill has done against Lamar, he's one and one, and I think Lamar has a total of five touchdowns, uh, uh, two on the ground and three in the air. Right. So if you look at what they do against him, you know, you, you try your best, but that, I feel like Lamar has kind of grown as a quarterback. And the one win against him wasn't another one of those crazy It was a monsoon games. game, it yeah. Monsoon. It was the monsoon well, game. And if you're right, Wiggs, which I do wonder about because I don't know if he's still that patient in the pocket, 
then he'll stand there and wait it out. Then yeah. he'll know Andrews took a chip coming off the line. If I patient and wait a second, then I can maybe still get it to him. Or does he start to just let that athleticism take over? That's the again, that's the hard part of dealing with Lamar. But the other thing too is Will the Ravens develop enough of a complimentary running game so that it's not just on him? Rich and I have talked about this a lot. Buffalo is is doing great offensively, but so much of it is Josh Allen based, especially with him running the ball. Kind of feels that way with Baltimore early on. They get J.K. Dobbins back today. That could be so. Huge, can right? they because develop they, another part? Those of the other run guys game? they had behind them weren't really helping them out. No, much. not at all. J.K. Dobbins, right. you know, again popped last year. That Bomey's hurt, and then right. like, all right, uh, he. Should be back. At least that's what it sounds like today. We'll have the he, full inactives at 1130. He's, de- so he's going to play. Might be so. on a pitch count, but still. Yeah, he might be on a little bit of a pitch count, but I think he's just more dynamic than the other guys that they have. So Lamar's still their best running back. Lamar right. would be the best running back on most teams. Right. right? It's, yeah. a, it's not even a, a complete knock on everybody else. But he's there, changing, but he's changing no, he our throws. perception of him. Oh, right? 100%. And, so and, I, and he's on a mission this year. Like right. He, it, it, it's working against the that, Patriots that they didn't sign him to an extension because that's a good he's point. so pissed at the team. And he's taking it out on everybody else that they're playing. In and the first two weeks, to. I know they lost the game, but he scored. A, they scored a he's ton like of points Aaron last week. Judge of the NFL, kind of, yeah, right, yeah. He's like, I am so mad that he <laughs> wouldn't give me a contract. I'm gonna have the best season of my career, yep. and then they're gonna franchise him, and he's well, gonna do it all again well, next year. Better, or it's gonna get ugly. His mama just better be like, listen, Lamar, you ain't playing. Yeah, right. right. But but Wiggs, I, think, I know you love your mom, but would you ever let her negotiate a contract for you? No, hell no. <laughs> no thank hell, you. Yeah, I was no. just gonna say, like, what is Lamar thinking, yeah. man? My mother, you know, based on where we come from, she taking the first thing they throw at us. Yes. So, oh, yeah. Wait, what? how much am I getting? Okay, yeah. Don't worry about him. I'm just concerned with what I'm getting. All right, that Should works I get me. the house written into it? Yeah, so I, I think when you look at the Patriots, I think defensively, you know, they'll do a good job, you know, and, and it'll come down to if they're giving up those big plays or if not, or if they're making it one of those games where, you know, they're not making it easier for Baltimore to score points. But Baltimore's good enough where they are going to score points, and that's why I think the test of – this game is going to be good because I think a Baltimore is a much better offense than Miami because I think Lamar is a better quarterback yeah, than, yeah, yeah, than yeah. Tua. Yeah, right. I okay. would ta- I would definitely take Miami's skill position. Yeah, I mean those two receivers are nasty. But right, you're right. That Lamar Tua difference is pretty right. Big. Yeah, and you're, you're you're definitely Baltimore's a far better offense than yep. Pittsburgh. Better tight end too. I mean Andrews one of the what three best tight yeah, ends in I the did, league, probably. All right. And, yeah, he's he's a no question. He's up there with, yep. with Waller and them. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. and then you look at that, and so now you know, like, all right, you have a good test. The question is, can you keep Baltimore to twenty four points? Twenty four, twenty one. Why you say is that twenty seven? Pat's offense, you think? I see that becomes see yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the then that that becomes the biggest issue. Like yeah, defensively, right. I think you'll do well, but now then we have to. That's the you know that becomes the good and the bad thing about football. <laughs> yeah, there is yeah. now another yeah. side that you have yeah. to concern yourself yeah. with, and if Baltimore, if the Patriots do a good job and hold them to twenty four, can you score twenty five? Well, therein lies the rub. Now, I by think the you way, might need like that's where like the defensive score or the muff punt. You get the ball at the ten. That's, right. that, that's where that comes yep. in. Like, do I think they have four eighty-yard drives or seventy-five-yard right. drives and score right. touchdowns? Probably not. Right. You know. So that that's where it yeah, becomes yeah. defense, and that's where it goes back to the defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can they you be big. create turnovers? Yep. Right. And does Lamar give you those opportunities? Can you create turnovers, whether it's punching out footballs and recovering fumbles? Can you get another muff punt? Mm-hmm. And that's where if you don't create those turnovers, 
now it comes down to is your offense good enough to score 24 unless your unless your defense come to find out today is really that good mm. where they can hold Lamar under 21 points. Uh, and by the way, Lamar Jackson this year guaranteed salary on the last year of his rookie deal, 23 and a half million. If he only gets franchised next year, it's $32 million. Uh, so what's that? 55, 32, 55 for... over two guaranteed. And he wants the fully guaranteed Deshaun Watson deal. Watson just got two thirty. Just off of yeah. your point, just so yeah, people yeah. have an understanding of sort of the room that Lamar Jackson is kind of playing in a little bit. He's pushing for a fully guaranteed deal. The Ravens and all the other teams are going to be like, yeah, we're not really doing that. However, if Lamar Jackson plays well enough to get franchised. His salary goes from 23 to 32. And then if he got franchised a second time, it would go up to nearly 40. So you're talking about almost $70 million in guaranteed money in two years. Yeah, but it's tough because you're not – And he's like, right. no, I don't want well, that. Because you're not giving him the long-term security. Right, right. And he's, there's so many other quarterbacks that teams right. are committing to. Whether it's guaranteed or not, Russell right. Wilson and Kyler Murray got a lot of money. Yeah. Right? right. And, and some of that certainly was guaranteed. Just, just in terms of what is Lamar Jackson in part playing for today? Well, yeah, think, yeah. think about that's this. A, yeah, sure. That's another layer. Baltimore, what, offered him – like 130 in guarantee. Yes. So 130 million. So even if he plays this year and next year, we just said that's 55. You're already making more than a third of that. Right. Yeah, that's 55. That means there is 70 plus million on the table. Now, what you need to have happen in those two years to guarantee that 55 million, and like you said, get to that third year, is you need not to get hurt that's every right. time Lamar. And that. Like the way he plays the position, right. if the anybody risk, wants the, the guarantee, the money. risk reward factor yeah. for me, keep your fifty-five million for the next two years and give me the hundred and thirty million that I'm potentially leaving on the table. Yeah. That's yeah. the and problem. He already said no to. It's right. a lot. Yeah, but then you got to think. So leverage side of it, if you took Lamar Jackson off the Ravens, this Ravens, what are stink. they? They stink. What are they for two for the next two years? Yeah, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I don't play from here on out. Because you, you every... I think he's giving them this one because you're right. I think other players would take right. that same tact. I think he plays this year, and if they just franchise him, there's no like, way he plays he next year. That, play. yeah, That'd this be is dumb. the last year play of the rookie year. deal. He's got to play it out, but he's going to play it out. Right. He, I, I, think yeah. he, I think you made that decision. But remember, just look around the league, man. Look around yeah. every week, guys, whether they're getting hurt. And then if you tear your ACL – then the stock of Lamar Jackson now comes Plummets. way down. Uh, he's assuming a lot of risk by, yeah. by saying no to that kind of money. Uh, fantasy football today, whether it's daily fantasy or your season-long fantasy, as to be expected, it's a bit of a mess out there. We'll try to bring you the latest information on that so that you can set your fantasy lineups next. This is NFL Sunday. Well, whether it's daily fantasy or your uh, or your year-long fantasy leagues, good luck to you today, because boy, oh boy, there is uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, the very latest, we'll try to rip through this as fast as we can. So, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert is apparently going to try to give it a go today. 
He's got bad ribs. He's got that, like, uh, broken cartilage in the ribs. And we know the last time they had a quarterback that had a rib issue out there, well, his name is Tyrod Taylor. He's now on uh, his second team after getting his lung punctured from right. trying to get a toroid off. And shot. it allowed Justin Herbert to make his debut right. as a rookie and when he wasn't prepared back. to play. The game. No, no, no. He, he took over quite nicely, actually. But who knows when he would have taken over if Tyrod Taylor didn't That's get injured by his own training staff so who's the yeah. backup in so <laughs> this Josh. one's scary so chase uh, daniel, chase daniel. Oh, okay yeah. now here's 40, the, 41 million wigs for about 12 snaps in his career not bad no not bad, not bad. <laughs> now, <laughs> here's the issue though so so that chargers jaguars game is a four o'clock game uh-huh so if you have herbert in fantasy i don't think you can play him now unless you, unless have, you have another four o'clock unless quarterback you have four or an or a night, or a night and i guess one. that's possible but there's only what Three other games. But Brady is the night game, it's, right? No, Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers are at 425. Okay. Stafford and Kyler Murray are 425. Geno Smith and Marcus Mariota are 425. Sweet. Sunday night is Broncos Niners. And then Monday night is Cowboys Giants. So you want to wow. play Daniel Jones or Cooper Rush? No. Right. I think it, you probably have to go with whoever your 1 o'clock guy is. And it you seems probably like have to the, go the backup there. The best quarterback out of all those, you, you said, uh, when, you said when was Rodgers Brady? 425. 425. But I'm guessing if you have Justin Herbert, you don't, you don't have, have those two guys. Right, and you don't have and you don't have Russell Wilson. So you know who I would play? I would probably go Jared Goff with the Lions, grab him. He's been throwing touchdowns. Well, offensively or, they've been good, or, yeah. Or Carson Wentz, maybe, who's also playing at one o'clock. Even Commanders. though they'll get down, he'll get you two touchdowns on the oh, back end. Those maybe. guys both stink and their teams stink, but you know what? The the Amon Ross St. Brown himself is, is putting up such big points that Goff might not be a bad play. Uh by the way, the Bucks and the Raiders are a mess. So the Bucks have ruled out Chris Godwin. Uh, Akeem Hicks on the defensive end. Evans is, is suspended. Yep. Yep. And then you got Russell Gage, Len Fournette, Julio Jones. Julio Jones is apparently going to be a game time He's decision. game time. Yep. Uh, for the Raiders, how about this? Josh Jacobs did not travel with the team. Hunter Renfro already officially ruled out. Oof, They're yeah. taking on Tennessee. Both right. 0-2. Both are 0-2. Right. George Kittle's been dealing with a groin. He is off the injury report. He is scheduled to play, according to uh, Ian Rappaport. Uh, just quickly, because the Ra- Ravens left tackle Ronnie Stan- uh, Stanley downgraded to out. Mm-hmm. He didn't even travel in terms of uh, the Patriots. Cole Beasley, though, activated for the Bucks. Doesn't it smell like eight for 100 he for him? Might, yes. He might get a bunch of right? catches. That's true. He could. And then the Bills' uh, secondary is a mess. So Micah yeah. Hyde now out. Done for the year. Done for the Micah year. Micah Hyde. Oh, and I pick up Sammy Watkins. Out. Done for four weeks. He's what out. He's on IR. That guy yeah. is a pane of glass. <laughs> yeah. He uh, breaks every year. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, nice week two, though, he can remember. Uh, just <laughs> trying to scroll through as much as possible. We mentioned J.K. Dobbins is in. Running back James Connor of uh, Arizona is questionable. Uh, Jerry Judy is dealing with a sternum that injury. That guy, he, talk about I mean, he's, he's hurt all the glass. time. Yeah. Holy yep. smokes. Uh, they'll work out pregame to be sure, but they might be a game-time decision. And, uh, yeah, so many so many decisions, both in the uh, daily fantasy and weekly fantasy. So good luck to you. And as we get the uh, inactives for the 1 o'clock games at 1130, we'll make sure to bring you all the particulars there. It is NFL Sunday. We're at Helix Esports in Foxborough right here at Patriot Place, right beside Showcase. Come on in. Yep, it is where the gamers go, but it's where we are here today getting you ready for the Patriots home opener and we'll continue to peel apart this matchup with our friend Tom E. Curran of NBC Sports Boston next. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.